0: Welcome to Asked and Answered, our podcast series that answers all your questions about missions today. In the studio with me are Ron and Karis Pierce. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Okay, are you ready? Our question of the day is, what exactly is a bondservant?
1: Well, probably we should tie this together with missions somehow. Probably. We're <laughs> right, right at the, the start because um, people are wondering, well, why are you talking about this? And it's, it's a biblical principle that is... Um, smattered throughout, shall we say, the New Testament especially. But it's an attitude that is permeating and has permeated the national churches of the world. And it talks about what is the attitude of a Christian towards hard times, problems, uh, persecution, surveillance, all of these things that are coming up in society today. How does the national church handle these things? And every time I go into these areas, or I talk to a leader, or they describe what the church is experiencing. It all relates to this one term, which is the term bondservant. And that's why we're going to talk about it today. Um, It's it's something that's in the Bible. It's not talked about that much.
0: It's really not, but you often bring it up. It's kind of your trademark.
1: It is. And, And the reason for that is that years ago... Um, I, I, I searched around for what this meant. It popped out of the Bible at me in so many places. And then I started to do a study on it. And then um, I, I, I was talking to um, a leader from the United States. I'm not going to do name-dropping, but he was a leader in the United States, and um, a spiritual leader. And he always signed off by bondservant, his bondservant. And um, talked to him about it one time. As to what the reason for this was, and he, um, he, he told me that this really impacted his life, that this was the, the signature, shall we say, the, the thing that he wants to be known as, that he is a bondservant of Jesus. Therefore, he says, I've lost all my rights. Mm-hmm. I don't have rights, but it's Jesus who takes care of me, and he is my master. And I thought to myself, that makes a lot of sense. And then I started to look through the Bible, and I looked at all the writers in the New Testament, and others as well, who referred to themselves as bondservants when they started their letters. Mm -hmm. It was their identification. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through this and and sort of give you an idea. Um, In Philippians, um, the Apostle Paul starts in Philippians this way. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Christ Jesus— to all the saints in Christ Jesus. He goes on that way. And then I'm just going to go over here. And if you go to Jude, and uh, Jude says, a bondservant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. Mm. Okay, that's good. If you go over to 2 Peter, Peter says, Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ. That's the first words that come out of his Mm. mouth. And then there's another one as well, and that is in the book of Revelation. And this is John speaking and writing this and he says this the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his bondservants the things which must shortly take place and i thought to myself my goodness this is everywhere so we did a study and all the writers in the new testament at some point in time called themselves bondservants not only that but there's someone else and um, we're we're recording this, folks, uh, at Christmas time, so this will fit right in if you listen to it in the next little while, <laughs> because um, it, it's talking about Mary. Mary referred to herself as a bond servant as well. So the portion I'm referring to right now is in Luke chapter one, and this is where the angel appears to Mary, and it says this: he, he, the angel says, "And behold, you will conceive in your womb." And bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And it goes on this way. And Mary is sort of like um, astounded Mm -hmm. that this was happening, and it was this way. And then the angel goes on and talks about Elizabeth, etc. And then at the very end here, in verse 38, it says this. And Mary said, behold, the bondservant of the Lord, be it done to me according to, turning the page, according to your word. And the angel departed from her. In other words, she was saying at that point in time, Lord, do whatever you want. I am willing because I am your bondservant. And this is the big thing that people are, are unwilling to look at today and to remember, is the fact that we really, once we become Christians and believers in Jesus, we place ourselves into his hands and his care. And therefore, he is the one that dictates what happens in our lives, what we go through, every all of footsteps to follow. Mary did this, and this was before Jesus was born. This was just an angel. But she referred to herself as God's servant he was in charge
0: was she the first person to refer to herself that way
1: yes actually it's it, it's it's done and it's yeah. it, it's you know maybe there were other people in other words etc but mm-hmm. this is the first time it came out in this way with these exact words now this takes us to another portion of scripture and this is where we're going to really stop today and, and and sort of think of this and this is found in philippians chapter 2 And in Philippians chapter 2, we have a section here that talks about, um, Paul is talking about what a bondservant is. And it says this, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, for those that are following along. Who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself Taking the form of a bondservant and being made found in the likeness of man and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, also God highly exalted him. And it goes on after that. This is the portion of Scripture that I think Paul was underlining. Remember, at the beginning of this book, he calls himself a bondservant, and now he comes and sort of explains what it's all about. Remember that a bondservant was very common in the time of the Romans. And what it was, was that a slave, after he finished his period of time of serving the master, he had a choice of either walking away, or he had a choice of really taking a next step of commitment to the Lord, or to, or to, I'm sorry, to his master, and saying, I want to follow you forever. I don't want to go away. You can treat me any way you want. You can do what you ever want to me. You can feed me anything you want. I am yours. I am your bond servant. I'm selling myself into your care. And therefore, the, the master would say, are you sure you want to do this? sort of like I can do anything I want and you can't say anything back to me you can't fight back you you can't do anything to resist this and the bond servant would say yes i've seen what you are like the quality of your 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 leadership your quality of your life who you are and i'm giving myself cuz i trust you and then all of a sudden he puts a all uh, a metal tool for making leather up to the to the bond servant's ear up to next to a door and makes a great big hole in there, observable in the, to everyone. In the door? You no, know, in the ear. Oh it's like, it's like uh, it, it, you girls get your ears pierced, right. okay? <laughs> well, that's only a small hole. Yes. Think of something that you can see through that's probably about uh, three-sixteenths to a right. quarter of an inch, and it's this great big hole in there. Everybody after this moment hmm. would know that they're a bond servant. So is the difference between a servant and a slave and a bondservant, the, the choice is the person to follow the master? Yes, it, it is exactly that. And it's a matter that they have a new level of commitment to the trust factor, and they're trusting the master to take care of them. So it's sort of like relaxing and just throwing yourselves in, into the arms of the master and saying, whatever you want. The same way Mary did. And Mary said, Lord, whatever you want. And this is what a bondservant does.
0: It seems to me the the only reason a servant, after being a slave, would choose to become a bondservant is love. Yes. It, there's no other reason why. Yeah, I mean, exactly there, there's an element of security in being taken care of. Yeah. But it had to be an underlining love.
1: There, there's something, Joy, that happens after you walk with the Lord for a little while, whereby you taste and you see that he is good. And you just come to a deeper level of that love and trust. And it's, it's something that grows in a believer. And years ago, I thought, man, I'm going all, all around the world now i'm going to be meeting all these people i'm going to be in all these dangerous situations. man, I better start trusting the Lord that he's going to take <laughs> care of me, and that he's going to lead me and um into the into the right place at the right time to protect me mm-hmm. and he did and and this is the thing I've had lots of adventures as you probably realize where I should have probably died, but no, the Lord was there, and so you you relax in these things now. Mm-hmm. There's another scripture, and I, I'm not going to turn to it and read it to you right now, but it, it's basically this. On the night in which Jesus was betrayed, in the Garden of Gethsemane, and I have, I don't know how many times now, stood up on a on a high ridge, you might say, um, just at the Mount of Olives. And I looked down into the Garden of Gethsemane, and I see the trees and all the fig trees and all the other stuff that's there. And I thought, those were probably originally here. When Jesus is around, somewhere right in this area, this event happened. So the mob walks up, all the soldiers, etc., led by Judas, and they're walking up to Jesus and the disciples who had been in prayer. And all of a sudden, they're arresting Jesus, and and Peter takes his sword, pulls out a sword, and chops off the ear of a slave. Now get this a slave. Hmm. The slave's name is Malchus. And it's written right in the Gospel of John, the slave's name was Malchus. And I thought, why are you giving me, Lord, the name of a slave back 2,000 years ago from myself today? Is that important? That's the way God underlines something. Sometimes there's an odd detail or something that's a little different. And it's this whole thing of that slave event of cutting the ear off. And then Jesus putting his hand, remember, healed, et cetera, et cetera, and it goes on. But what Jesus said after that to Peter was super significant. He said, This is not our way. Put the sword up. That's enough of this. We don't do it in this way, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit is what is quoted in the Bible. And that's the way we will behave as believers going forward. Mm. So Jesus at that point in time inspired the writers to put that incident into the Word, mm-hmm. into the Bible, so that we could have an example of how to conduct ourselves under pressure. Mm. And I can I can tell you this. Now let's pop over here to personal experiences today. I've talked to leaders in China and people who've been in prison for their faith, and it's the, it's, it, it is a bondservant attitude that I hear coming back at me. For instance, one time— I'm sitting there with this um, with this brother, and he'd been in prison up in the northern part of China. Uh, his codename is Snowman, actually, and he's a good friend. And I still remember um, him telling me a story about how they tortured him in a, in a snowstorm. They strung him up um, from the beams. Um, they brought in a special army torturer, uh, mm-hmm. army um, officer to torture him, and um, they— put him out in this uh, blizzard outside on a concrete bench um, to die. Didn't die. God protected him, took care of him, and brought him in. And they were so amazed, they called him the God-man, and they released him, etc. But he, he told me, he said to me, he says, "Yeah, it was really cold, Ron. It was really cold. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, I thought it was going to die. But he says, I made it and got through. God took care of me, released me. And then he said, and you know, the next day, he says, um, "He says I went back. And he says, they released me. I went home that night. Next, I went back. And I said, why did you go back? He says, well, when they arrested me, they took my bicycle. And I wanted my bicycle back. Wow. <laughs> this, is the, this is the place where he was tortured. Mm-hmm. But he went back. And I said, so what did you do? And he says, well, I went in. And I said, I need my bicycle back. And he says, I, 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 I didn't lose my cool. I didn't go nuts on the guys. I didn't yell at them. I didn't forcefully attack them. He says, I just said, under the law, you arrested me and you took my possessions. And it says in the law of China that I should be getting my bicycle back. Mm. So he stood there completely calm, not frothing at the mouth, Mm. angry, but he was under control. And he started to talk to them about that. And from what I remember, he got his bicycle back. Now— why is this important? Because many people today, when we are challenged by forces from outside that want to restrict us or anything like that, and they come at us and we start to lose it. And we, we really lose it in anger and, and the things we're saying and doing and our actions and everything like that. Remember, one of the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, gentle, all of this fruit of the Spirit, the last one, self-control. In other words, the Spirit of God gives us the ability to control ourselves, and we have to start acting like bondservants, not cutting off ears of people, Mm. not uh, uh, um, attacking. We've got to be able to walk through life as a bondservant, displaying people who are totally under the control of the Holy Spirit. This is important. This is where we see the difference between us and the world. Another instance overseas. Um, this brother, and you probably heard of him, his name is Brother Yun, uh, Heavenly Man. So we were talking one time, and um, he was telling me about when he... Escaped prison, and the prison doors all opened in front of him, and he walked out, etc., etc. And uh, everybody was watching him. And there was another brother that I know that was watching him from up on top. He was in prison with him, and he was watching down on the <laughs> gates as these gates were opening <laughs> up. And he was invisible to the guards. He walked right out. <laughs> and I, I said, "So is this common?" Oh, he says, "No, it's not common." He says, um, "He says it was something that happened to me." And he says, "We've also run." <laughs> and he says, we do that. But if we're captured, we don't take and clubs or weapons and fight back. Because he says, we know very well that the Lord had that in store for us, and we were going to have to undergo this, mm. this the um, way of the torture, yeah. the way of the cross, etc. But this doesn't mean to say we can't run. <laughs> uh, and I thought, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. He's, it, it, and therefore, there's some sort of balance involved in being a Christian. And following this principle, which is clearly outlined in the Bible, not ignoring it, not trying to add water to it to minimize what we, what's in there so we can behave any way we want. The Bible says we have a behavior pattern that is based upon the work of the Holy Spirit, our trust in Jesus, the Master, and we are bondservants. Whether we like it or not, we have made that commitment out of love, as you pointed out. But that is ongoing. And therefore, today, if I can put it this way, if there was ever a day that we need to display what a bondservant is, it's in this current era that we live in. We will be different than the world, and we will show people we trust in Jesus. We trust God.
0: You know, I once tried looking up what a bondservant was, and— Interestingly enough, there's not many answers on it. There's a few. You mm-hmm. wrote something about it and it pops up on Google and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people go to it. But after listening to you today, I, I see why it was a little more complicated because it's an it's a noun and an adverb. Like mm-hmm. it, it's both. It's it, a, it's an action and it's also um something that we are. Exactly. Right. So it's not so cut and dry, but it's it's life-changing.
1: No, no. And it's something that you've really got to believe in to practice. Like, I wouldn't necessarily walk up to a new believer who's three days old in the (laughs) Lord and try to describe this, Mm -mm. all right? Because they're just getting their feet wet, and they're just starting to learn, and they're starting to walk. But after a while, older Christians, believers who have been around for a while and tasted, as I say, of the things of the Mm Lord— Those are the ones that need to model what a bondservant is, not the other way, where we model out-of-control behavior and language that is um, offensive, not defensive, but offensive Mm -hmm. to people. And therefore, I think this is something that we've got to grow into. The Church of Jesus Christ around the world, through hard times, has learned to practice bondservant attitudes and actions, the church in North America right now needs to grow in this area. And that is something that I'm hoping people will hear and not rebel against and not get angry over, because it's right in the Bible. This is something that jumps out at you. And therefore, that's why I say it today. I say this with a little bit of fear and trepidation, because some people are going to attack and say, oh, that's not for us. No, 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 no. No, it is. Um, there's something here. We've got to display a peace that passes all understanding. And the world is looking for peace today.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. Another great episode of Asked and Answered. Uh, a bondservant is a slave for Christ, but it's also so much more than that.